Hello, hello. Welcome back to the CTO Studio. I, of course, am your host, Nikolai Walker, on the mic and in your ear, my favorite place to be. We are back again today with another interview with Jonathan LaCour, who we just love. Now, Jonathan is the CTO at Mission Cloud, and they are an AWS premier consulting partner. Now, what I want to do is toss this ball over to Etienne because they're going to get a little bit weird and it's going to be fun. So I'll let him just kind of take this whole segment away about building a more intelligent hot tub, smarter hot tub. I've had some thoughts about you in my hot tub. That's when most people think of me in their hot tubs. Um, actually, it's annoying because almost every time I go into my hot tub now, I inevitably have a thought about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're getting into a real weird zone here, but I'm all for it, man. Let's make it happen. Okay. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. Thank, thanks for riding with me. Um, so every time I get into my hot tub, I think to myself... All the buttons I need to push just to get the thing to turn on and turn it off and turn on the jets and turn off the jets and increase the temperature and decrease the temperature. And the solution to that the progressively has been manually flipping valves and dials to having a, a wonderful app built by someone who I think was who was still stuck in the 70s wonderful amazing mobile device but the ui to get into those levers and valves is almost the same i almost just want to go and pull levers versus even using this app it drives me absolutely nuts and then the other thing about a home kit or about using automation in your house is you still have to go to this damn device that you're trying to free yourself from like now, half the time I'm on my phone, my kids think I'm doing emails and it's only because I'm trying to change the music on Sonos. I'm trying to update my this or this. it's just like I'm trying to remote the Apple TV. It's just, it's, it, it, it makes me so sad and it just exhausts me. But back to my hot tub. And that's when I think about you, Jonathan. All right. <laughs> And so uh, a while back when we spoke, you just gave me this incredible overview of how you built this little, I think it was a Siri-based I'm busy, stay out, or something that you did for your kids where you gave them this wonderful, and you just quickly gave me a description of how you did it. And I was just thinking to myself, what I need to have in my hot tub is a Jonathan.com that I can just say, Hey, computer, turn on the hot tub. Computer, turn off the hot tub. Hey, computer, maybe five degrees warmer. So if I was to do that, if I said to you, Jonathan, I know you're a um, aficionado in, in many aspects. How would we design that? Because we would need a, a voice box that could that could hear me say computer then I would need to route the request plug in probably to the Pentair API somewhere hopefully there is an API I doubt whether this machine even has an API but I would probably have to link up a voice recognition thing to 
probably mounted on my umbrella over the hot tub so it will always be listening and then execute a lambda to execute the api to turn it up or down talk to me because it's actually turns out home automation now is pretty amazing even the platforms that people i think kind of look down on so like HomeKit is what i use in my house right and it's funny because i work for an aws partner you'd think i'd be a big you know uh, Amazon fan in this regard, and I, I'm not. Um, it, it just doesn't, you know, agree with my my personal uh, uh, preference from a technology in my home, right? Uh, and I've got a bunch of Apple stuff, so it just makes more sense in that ecosystem. But all of these things have APIs and, and toolkits. So the thing you're talking about is uh, a thing that I affectionately call the daddy board, and that's what my kids call it. Now. Uh, we're all working from home now. And well, if you, is it, does it still exist? or the, the daddy board, does it still exist or did it used to exist? It exists. It's on my door right now and it's set to do not disturb right now. So, yeah, it's real. You want me to sh- show you? Please. Would I be able to, can, can, I, can I execute any commands to it? Do it. Let's do it. Okay, so gentle listener, I need to butt in here really quick. What you obviously cannot see is that Jonathan is holding up an Amazon Fire tablet, which makes this all the more fascinating for me. But I'll let him pick it up from where we were. Let's let's continue. This is the daddy board. So you see how it says do not disturb on it and it has the emoji of a, a lady crossing her arms? Okay, now I have on my desk uh, a thing called a stream deck. Have you ever heard of a stream deck before? It's like a little like OLED like keyboard. So each button has like an OLED um, key and then you can push it and it changes it. So I've got, this is hooked into my home automation. So I can do it through Siri. And in fact, I'll do that so that you'll understand. So here's, here's my phone. I'm going to hold down the button so I'm not going to trigger everybody else's when they're listening, saying the magic word. So I'm going to say, um, hold down the button and say, let's see. Daddy is available. Okay, and now it just turned green. It says available, and I can say, don't bother, Daddy. Back to do not disturb. I can say, Daddy needs quiet. Is it going to work? Yeah, there it goes. Quiet, please. Right? So don't bother, Daddy. Um, So this is an Amazon Fire tablet. Um, It is the cheapest one that exists um and i think it's like five years old we got it for my son way back when because we didn't want to spend the money on an ipad because uh, he was too little and he'd probably break it um so we got this thing but eventually we got an ipad and we just had this thing sitting around so i built this in i don't know half a day it's pretty easy to do so uh there is this thing called Homebridge which is a open source project that allows you to write your own custom uh, accessories and plugins for HomeKit, which is Apple's home automation thing. There are uh, similar APIs and services available for the Amazon one and everything else in between, right? There's one called Home Assistant. Um, There's a bunch of them. Um, But effectively, it's a little node thing. uh, And I defined a switch, uh, on-off switches. And actually, I defined it a three-state switch, Right, and so uh, one switch, when it turns on, can turn off other switches. So when if I say "do not, don't bother, Daddy," it turns on the "do not disturb" switch and turns off the "quiet, please" switch and the "Daddy is available" switch. And if I turn on this switch, it turns off those switches. All of that is handled internally through the state management in HomeKit. Super easy. 
All you have to do is say, this is linked to that, you know, turn off and on. I have a blog post about this and, and you can link out to this afterwards so people can do it if they want to. But at the end of the day, it's super easy. I have a tiny little web service that runs on, uh, I have a Synology NAS in my house. It's just running all the time. And I have this like, you know, 40 lines of code, little web service written in Python that sits there. It, um, I can send it an HTTP request to tell it to, you know, change the state of the daddy board. And then the, the daddy board itself is literally a full screen web browser pointed at that same uh, web service that just shows the current state in a pretty HTML view, right? And so it's automatically refreshing every five seconds or something like that. And so when I change the state, it changes it to HomeKit. I can toggle it on my phone. I can toggle it with my voice. I can toggle it on my computer. Anywhere I have the home interface, and then just the interface on the the, the daddy board changes. It's pretty cool. So I understand the refresh from the tablet to the web service. Um, the the how does it get from your voice to the web service is still unclear to me. So you say there's a home. There bridge. are effectively on-off switches, and I actually don't think I ended up having to write any of the node code. I, I used a uh, pre-existing plugin for Homebridge that lets you define switches and you say, check this endpoint, this HTTP endpoint for the state of this switch and check it every X seconds. And so I literally just configured that in HomeKit and said, look over here in Homebridge, I should say, there is a switch. It's called don't bother daddy. Hit this HTTP endpoint to determine if you're on or off. That's all it does. Right, and then it, Homebridge internally manages the requests and responses and all that stuff. I just created the little teeny tiny web service that manages the state, right? And then uh, because it is a native HomeKit accessory and I've added it into my quote unquote home, it just shows up on my phone, my iPad, my Mac, you know, everywhere. And I have like um, Apple's smart speaker. And so when I shout at it, turn this thing on or turn this thing off, it just does that. Okay, so the HomeKit uh, so, so the home bridge is the service that shows up as an endpoint in HomeKit. Is that correct? That you can define new home accessories. So things like light switches and light bulbs and TVs and stuff. Okay. So, and, you, so, and that shows up. That then shows up in in HomeKit or in 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 the home app. So, so. I, I'm still struggling with how so the voice is handled then directly between Siri and the and the HomeKit app whatever that triggers the accessory that you defined with HomeBridge that is that is is that running on your is that the thing that's running on your Synology system for the purposes of DaddyBoard I have three switches defined and they're they're using a plugin called HTTP switch and I give it a name one of the names is Daddy is available and I tell it that the switch is a stateful switch, meaning it has an on state and an off state. And you provide it with three endpoints. So I give it an on URL, an off URL, and a status URL. And then I tell it, check every five seconds. And so what, what it does is when I go into the home kit or the, the home app on my iPad or my iPhone and I toggle the switch on, Homebridge is then sending the HTTP request to the service that I have running in a Docker container on my Synology that I wrote that tracks the state. And then I have 
my little uh, web browser running on this Fire tablet that's Velcroed to my door of my office, it is continuously just refreshing itself every few seconds and pulling whatever the current state is. What a terrible waste. What a terrible waste of energy, Jonathan. Oh, it's massively inefficient, but it works. Thanks again for joining us here in the CTO studio. And thank you to our guest, Jonathan LaCour, who is the CTO at Mission Cloud. Now, if you would please go check out missioncloud.com. Also, go check out 7CTOs.com. Definitely check out Jonathan LaCour's LinkedIn page. And we will be back again one more time with a final interview with Jonathan where we're going to really get into the depth of the IoT and how Etienne applies that to his hot tub. As always, please subscribe to the podcast here in iTunes, and we will see you next time with the final interview with Jonathan LaCour.